Come on, y'all. Y'all stretch your hands towards my devices. I'm in here. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How y'all doing this morning? I'm going to start sharing. You start sharing. I, um, I don't know. I guess it's time to get a new computer, but it'll come together. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Or have this mug cleaned up. I need to make an appointment with Apple. Good morning, y'all. Hey. Come on, in the room. One of my goals, I used to be like um, habitually late all the time. Um, and then one of my goals a couple of years ago was to make sure I start showing up on time and early. So I've really worked hard towards that and um, actually have done well in this season in my life more than ever. So when my technology doesn't work, I'm upset. But also y'all little dog nephew had unplugged everything, but I got in and I thought I caught it on time. And then nothing wanted to load this morning. Um, Lex is not going to be allowed in the office anymore. He's going to be on punishment and his punishment is going to include no longer allowed to be in the office. And I, unless someone is in here with him because he cannot be monitored. Um, he cannot be by himself. He is proved. I'm talking about you that he cannot be by himself in the office anymore. He, he just, he has proved, he has proved that, he has proved. He can't, not by himself. And Lex usually has free reign over the entire house. But for some reason, when he come in here, he unplugs everything. So this morning, I thought I had caught him. And I was like, okay, let me get everything loaded back up. But then nothing wanted to load. Jordan, Lynn, no excuses, adjusting or not. I have gone live for seven years. Lex needs to follow the protocol. Stay away from all my plugs. He, he knows better. But since he can't, he's going to be banned from the office. He's no longer allowed to be in the office. So I'm going to put a little, let's keep Lex outside. Or I'm going to put a gate up. And he'll only be able to look in here, but not be in here. <laughs> Y'all, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Akisha. If this is your first time on, man, drop us your name in the comments. We want to welcome you. I got to do something. I think I know, but I'm unsure. So I just want to obey the Lord in this, and then I'm going to get right into somebody. Somebody has a little boy named Cruz, and this morning... I think I know whose little boy it is, but I'm not sure. This morning, the Lord had me praying for Cruz, praying for his wisdom for decision-making. And specifically, the Lord told me to pray for Cruz's clarity. And I need to, I need to be, I need to be specific because this is not for mama to go do absolutely anything. Like, Shouldn't need to go repeat this. Shouldn't need to go um, give Cruz information after this. She just needs to know um, that she understands what she understands about Cruz. Um, and what the Lord spoke to me and said to me about Cruz this morning was that Cruz had a special call on his life and that God had been talking to Cruz. But mama... Because I know I hear the Lord. When you get this, 
when um, you get revelation, this is not for you to move in action. This is just confirmation um, that God is telling you what he has been telling you about your baby. Cruz is special. Cruz is set apart. Um, and God will give you more understanding along the way. But I pray for Cruz's clarity on for decision making, because at a very young age, he is going to have to learn how to make decisions along the way. Now, let me say this, because because I'm a mama who has and we all have special children, but I am a mama who have have, have had children called very early and um I've had ch children call very early and that um, I thought it was for me to go into action, um, but it wasn't for me to go into action. It was for the Lord to start ministering to me about my special children so that I could learn how to pray. Somebody going to give me clear. Somebody going to give me confirmation. So who I don't know, some Cruz, whoever's child's name is Cruz. Pray for their clarity this morning. This is not for you, mama, to go into action. Um, this is just for you to have an understanding of how special Cruz is. Um, and God will navigate and do the rest for you, for him. But God told me specifically pray for his clarity. And we'll see God do the, the rest. I wish I would have known. Um, and I think my late husband helped me navigate that. I wish I would have known very early um, how my children, what my children, um, what, what I should not do. And what I should not have done was interfered in the processes of whatever it is God was orchestrating and doing in my life. But I was in the bathroom getting ready. And the Lord brings the name to my heart. And I normally don't even try to do things publicly. I try to figure out who this is. I think I know whose child this is. Um, but the Lord told me um, to speak this publicly, to announce this publicly, um, and that it would just give them a confirmation in their heart about the things that God was doing. Come on, don't start this this morning about the things that God was doing in their child's life. Um, our children are anointed from birth, called from birth. Um, and a lot of times we don't have understanding of who they are. And because we don't have understanding of who they are, we don't know how to navigate them through processes. But often it's not, my phone is doing the most this morning. I'm at the side on. There we go. A lot of times we don't know how to navigate them through life processes, but it's not our job um, to, to navigate them through the processes. It's our job. Our job is to um, um, Drea, that is Drea, I'm going to pray over that. Let me pray over that. Let me pray over that. Because your face is whose face that kept coming up. So let me pray over that. Let me pray. Um, thank you, Lord. <laughs> um, because that's the, your face keeps coming up. So it may make a lot of, a whole lot of sense. Um, okay, I'm getting chills. And I'm about to cry. Okay, so I'm going um, <laughs> to sit in that and I'm going to pray over that. I hear the Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. So, um, my God, Lord, I thank you for this. Um, thank you. <laughs> I hear you, Lord. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. That that is it. Um, thank you, Andrea. It is your little boy. Um, so cross, not cruise, 
in that vein. So, Lord, I thank you for that. Um, but he'll have the clarity he needs. It's not for you to touch. You don't even have to go repeat what I said. Just take what I gave you today and mark it down. Um, he'll be wise before his own time. He'll just be wise before his own time. Thank you for that, Lord. I received it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. And it is um, it is way, it's way, it's just set apart. It's just way different. It's just way, it's Drea, if I could, it ain't that's just not, it's just, it's just different. He's just different, and he was created to be different. Um but don't y'all try to navigate it um, because special and different children know like they have a, they hear God differently very early um, and they're very strong and very forward in what they know that they want. And it will often uh, be counter uh, it'll count be counterproductive to how we see it. It's not according to this world's system. It's not. It's not a it's not according to this world's system. It's just not. So the things like that we see and experience in those type of children, I'm gonna be honest. So my 31-year-old, and this will help some other people, my 31-year-old had to be skipped to two classes. He had to be skipped two grades. He had to be um, skipped two grades. He had to be, he was just very um, gifted in so many ways. Um, but I would focus so much on what I was seeing versus understanding who he was. And I had to learn how to get out the mix. Um, and I didn't learn that until later because then I started building standards for him. And um I start building standards for him and me not letting the Holy Spirit navigate me in that space. So I had to come back in and learn to adjust myself because a lot of times when we see special children, we want to push, 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 push. But we just kind of need to leave them with God alone and they'll start telling you what they need to be a part of and they'll start telling you what they want to do because God speaks to them. So what he kept telling me this morning was the, I hear you, Lord, the accuracy of this, the clarity that to pray for his clarity and that his clarity would come and he would know how to have the right decision for the, the right decision. Yeah. Cause Drea, none of that stuff matters. Like none of the GT that we that that's the system. None of that stuff matters. Um, if we ever learn to live outside the system, we'll get free. None of that stuff matters. People in systems cannot identify, cannot identify kingdom children. I wish we if we get revelation of that, you'll stop trying to force your kids to conform to a system that they were never supposed to be a part of, that they are never supposed to perform. They are not supposed to perform and conform to these systems. They just are not. You were never set to. Some of y'all have gifts and talents and y'all that didn't awaken until you really discovered who Jesus was. If we ever get revelation, no system that's not the kingdom of God will ever be able. And I'm going to this just go right with the scripture gave you will never, ever, 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 ever be able to identify. And I'm going to back this up in scripture, the spiritual things of God. So we find ourselves in a system. I had to have a meeting already with someone at Judah's school because he was misunderstanding Judah and he was confusing Judah's confidence with disrespect. And he was like, this kid is disrespectful and doesn't know, um, um, doesn't like, doesn't know, uh, doesn't have a respect for authority. I said, that's not true. He's just confident. He's very humble. You need to know the difference between confidence 
And if you around him two or three minutes, you'll see his humility, right? And so it was just very powerful to have this moment with this man who identified traits with Judah and was like, this is just the way I am. And Judah was like, and this is just the way I am. And so, and so I, um, I have taught my children to identify themselves outside the system. And even though we are in the system or in the world, <laughs> we are not of the world. And so, and I'm just going to be honest, when we were at Little Rock Christian, I've always, Judah would tell, if Judah was having a problem, he was like, call my mom. And they're like, call your mom. Yeah, I need you to call my mom. Because you don't have what's inside of you for where I'm going. So, so listen, Tiffany, me too. Tiffany said growing up, she felt like an alien. And many of y'all have felt different. Or I don't like even using the term black sheep because we use the color black wrong anyways. Black history month, don't get me started. Uh, <laughs> we use the term black. We make sure like black, we use black like it's negative. So I don't like black sheep, black ball, black anything. I don't like that. Uh, I don't do that. Um, I get I get a little ignorant when it comes to those terms. So I don't use the term. And so many of y'all have felt self, felt so different, even in your own families. And unfortunately, even in the family system, because no one ever taught, no, no one ever, no one ever um, taught, even in the family system, that we we have to, even in the system of the family, we usually teach conformity. I have five different sons. I have five sons, five different personalities, five different, five different uh, giftings, some things in common, some things in common. Like everybody in my family, somebody asked me the other day, do you know, realize all your kids sing all the time? <laughs> everybody in my family, like if you were in our house, you're going to, you're going to hear every kid start singing at some point. Like I'm going to say, like, it's just our, like music, so music is in a core of us, but all of us, all of us totally different, right? All of us totally. And even in our family, even in our families, we are taught to blend into the family system. We are ostracized. We are ostracized when we are different. And early on in the family system, we are not taught to embrace differences. We are taught to uniform and to conform to a system that the family has bought into a, a plethora of other systems. Woo! So because of that, because of that, we um, force uniformity and conformity in our households. We do. Do as I say. What am I telling you? Da 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 da. Boom boom boom. Um, when um, probably last summer, Judah loves music. Judah's name means praise. Um, Judah challenged me. He was like, "Are you saying the only music I can listen to is Christian music?" And at that point in my life, because I'm very big about what you get in your eye and ear gate, I believe in that. And I said. I had to pause and think about what he was asking me because he loves a lot of old school. He loves Michael Jackson. He boom, 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 boom. And I was like, um, I, I don't know that I'm saying that. He was challenging my thought process. Well, bought, yeah, I like that. B said, B said domestically conformed. So I had when we buy into systems, to ideologies, to thought processes, we won't navigate around the ways that we should navigate around because we don't understand kingdom. We just don't really understand kingdom. And because we don't understand kingdom, we float down a river or we're handed alternatives to us or we're handed things to us that we think should matter and care that really shouldn't matter and care. This fits right with the scripture he gave me today. Oh my gosh. So, and so we live in these spaces, right? So then we as special children, or given to us special children um, function almost. Um, uh, and then this is what you're, li listen, 
it is hard, but this is what you're labeled. You are labeled um, rebellious. Um, you are labeled hard-headed. Um, sometimes you'll be called difficult to get along with. And the whole thing is you just see stuff differently. Um, I see, I'm a seer. <laughs> I'm a filler. I have real spiritual gifts that I know and understand that I don't guess at. I know these, like I, I know these. And so, um, and so we try to like, we just, just try to fit into these, these systems. So I want to, I, I, I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures today that will help you in your thought process and navigating. Remember, the Holy Spirit is the greatest teacher. A lot of times, even when the way I used to run my mouth, a lot of times um, we talk so much because we've been taught to prove ourselves. Often I'm in spaces now and I say very little. And people be like, what you do? And I be like, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I mean, a little bit. My crew know a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like, why, right? Like, why? <laughs> like, why does what I do matter? Because what I do may not tell you about who I am, <laughs> right? Yeah, or insubordinate, right? Or all these other things, right? So I remember as Judah was growing up, Judah challenges everything. And my uncle came and said something to me. He said, you don't want to squash that. Like, you got to figure out how to navigate that. And I was like, okay. So I had to start asking, Lord, teach me how to navigate through these processes with Judah. And it was funny because um, I would tell him, I tell him even now, I'm like, you're going to lead in your own time, but you're going to have to trust my leadership, right? You have to learn how to trust my leadership in this season, right? Yes, Tiff. Absolutely. Tiffany said, when we talk to prove ourselves, then it turns into a spirit of performance. That's why we wait. I'm going to tell you something. All my sons, all my sons, except for like my oldest son, all my sons academically performed well, like high, three, three something and above. All my sons academically performed well. When it come to, came time to take the standardized test, I think my oldest son had the highest score. Everybody else's scores is what the world would consider marginal. I never cared. I never made them do an insurmountable amount of ACT prep. I didn't get in all that because we are only going to college according to purpose. That's it. We ain't going to college because it's the ideal thing to do. If we go to college, we're going to college because it's according to purpose. That there is a skill set that you need to obtain in order for you to do what you need to do. That is my mindset about college, that you need to obtain something for you to be able to do what you need to do. So um, that that's, that's my mindset in the house. I don't have those long discussions, have conversations as a college professor for 12 years. Like we're gonna do whatever you feel like the Lord is leading you to do. Where do you feel like the Lord is leading? Well, we're not doing a performance check. We're not doing a, what is everybody else doing? We're not doing what the success of the world system says. Um, I don't even put a whole lot of emphasis on grades in my household unless I know you're just not doing your work. I don't. I've never grounded my kids I may, for grades. If you weren't performing well, then what I turned around and did was like, do you need help in some areas? Because, again, I don't want them rated or performing according to a system. I just don't. I want them to have an understanding of who they are in Christ Jesus. Most of us did not have an understanding of who we are in Christ Jesus. And now that we are in coming encounter with God in different ways, he is peeling back the layers and revealing more and more about who we are. And then we are connecting to something with greater power, which is the kingdom of God. And it is pulling us into clarity of why um, I'm different or why I'm set apart or why. So I want to give you this. I, I gave you this scripture the other day. This scripture elevated my life, right? It just changed my life. Now, this is Paul, and he's talking about spiritual wisdom. Can you put that in my notes? I have to have spiritual wisdom. 
I have to have spiritual wisdom. And we are called, the kingdom of God is called to make impact and influence in every arena. Every arena we are called. Every gifting we have, every talent we have, everything um, it, it is called to impact this world. Like it, to impact this world, to impact this world. So it is more important than anything that I have spiritual wisdom. <laughs> Period. <laughs> it's not so much that you need to know so much. And I'm going to tell you something, especially, woo, I, I, and I know it's the enemy. And, I'm, and I have other um, spiritual sisters on here, but especially amongst African-American women. We talk so much and we are always trying to prove and proof ourselves. Something culturally happened to us after slavery, when we became more successful. I have a whole tagline and I'm not saying it doesn't happen in any other culture. I'm an African-American woman, so I can talk to you about African-American experiences. <laughs> but it feels like we are always on a ladder of success of trying to prove or proof ourselves. I've sat in circles with women and I'm like, I wish we could get past this, but that's all. Let me get back over here. So we have to have spiritual women. You have to have spiritual women. We have to have spiritual wisdom. We have to have spiritual, we have to have spiritual wisdom, right? So listen, so, so, so here he is saying, this is the Lord revealing himself. He says, however, we speak a wisdom among the mature, but not a wisdom of this age or of rulers of this age who come, who are come to nothing, right? On the contrary, we speak God's hidden wisdom <laughs> in a mystery, a wisdom God predestined before the ages of our glory. This type of wisdom was here, was available to us before we even knew it. Woo! This is a godly wisdom. This is an unorthodox wisdom. This is a wisdom that'll tell you to shift. This is a wisdom that'll tell you to move. This is a wisdom that'll tell you to start. This wisdom is out of alignment of probably everything you've ever been taught. Remember, our ways are not what God's ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. He says, on the contrary, we speak God's hidden wisdom in a mystery, a wisdom God predestined before the ages of our glories. None of the rulers of this age knew this wisdom. Because if they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no human heart has conceived, God has prepared these things for those who love him. Now, God, which is also, let me go back to this, is why we also always find African-American women in competition with each other. I'm not saying other races. I don't know other races. I'm just telling you what my experiences are. But that's a whole different thing. Now, God has, instead of collaboration, we be in competition. Now, God has revealed these things to us by the spirit, since the spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except his spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. Now we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who comes from God so that we may understand what has been freely given to us by God. My God, we also speak things not in the words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the spirit, explaining spiritual things to spiritual people. But the person without the spirit does not receive what comes from God's spirit because it's foolishness to him. He is not able to understand it since it's evaluated spiritually. The spiritual person, however, can evaluate everything and yet he himself cannot be evaluated by anyone. 
Come on, y'all. For who has known the Lord's mind that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Listen, go to the third, first Corinthians, third verse. Here he's talking about immaturity. He said, for my part, brothers and sisters, I was not able to speak to you as spiritual people, but as a people of the flesh, as babies in Christ. I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, since you were not yet ready for it. In fact, you are still not ready because you are still worldly. For since there is envy and strife amongst you, woo, are you not worldly and behaving like mere humans? For whenever someone says, I belong to Paul and another, I belong to Apollos, are you not acting like mere humans? Paul was like, y'all set tripping. Y'all in strife. Y'all in envy. You, you can't know the spirit of God. <laughs> y'all set tripping. Y'all in strife. Y'all in envy. You can't know the spirit of God. Because if you knew the spirit of God, you ain't getting ready to be in strife. You ain't getting ready to be in envy. <laughs> then he gets in. And he starts talking to them about the role of God's servant. He said, what then is Apollos? What is Paul? Because they were arguing about who they follow. They are servants through whom you believe. Woo! And each has a role that the Lord has given them. Oh my God. Each has a role that the Lord has given them. He said, I planted Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. <laughs> So then neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, <laughs> but only God gives the growth. <laughs> you got to get this. Only God gives the growth. You don't. Can I tell you something? This is what the word of God humbled me. I am highly intelligent. I have multiple degrees, certifications, experiences, books written, published articles, all this other stuff. When I came to the end of myself and realized none of that meant nothing in the kingdom of God, I emptied myself out before the Lord and said, reconstruct me the way that you created me and get all this petty mess out of me so that I can go be effective for the kingdom of God, not effective for the systems of this world. Many of us live to be effective in systems instead of living to be effective in kingdom. Sometimes we so worried about the, what the church will say or church will do and God will be calling us to something so radical that don't make sense. And we worried about the wrong people and what they say and what they do. Well, it's only immaturity when you understand that that's when you understand who God is. I when God gave me coffee and conversations, somebody came to me and was like, "Well, we have this that that's called coffee and conversations," and I wasn't disrespectful. I said, "Okay, great." The Lord told me to name this coffee and conversations. I don't care who doing what. I have had people come in, cupcakes and cocoa, uh, cocoa and conversations. Uh, I've seen derivations of what I've done in many forms. So what? <laughs> Has absolutely nothing to do with me. And because I understand kingdom and how kingdom will replicate and how kingdom will duplicate to go into certain areas, I have very little concern of what somebody is duplicating or emulating or doing. And the reason why is, is because I am mature enough to understand that I am influential and should be making impact. You ought to. You ought to do some of the things that I'm doing because it works. You ought to be doing some of the things I'm doing because it works. You ought to be, I should be an example. 
I should be an example. Now, what I what I do believe in, <laughs> what I do believe in is you giving credit. <laughs> I do believe in you giving credit. <laughs> I do believe in it. I do believe you believe in you coming back and saying, I took this and I ran with it. <laughs> right? Or I took this and you encouraged me to go do, not to the world, but just recognizing your source. It's called not plagiarizing. Cite your source. <laughs> just cite your, cite your source. It don't, it makes you look stronger when you can cite your source. <laughs> it makes you look um complete and mature when you can cite your source, right? <laughs> so so, so, is it. so he says. He says, so then neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. Now, he who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's co-workers. <laughs> you are God's field. We are God's building. <laughs> According to God's grace that was given to me, I've laid a foundation as a skilled master builder and another builds on it. Listen, because I, can I say this? There's an apostolic grace and anointing on my life. There will be things that I build or that I instruct others to build that I'll never own, but I will walk them through the process to build what they're supposed to build for their parts of kingdom only because God has given me wisdom in a particular area as a skilled master builder. I laid the foundation and then the people that are supposed to attach to that part of my ministry, to the life, to whatever, because I am also called to kingdom entrepreneurs, right? So they will build on it. I, I don't care about that. <laughs> I have an understanding of that. One day, somebody else will teach coffee and conversations. Might be my children, maybe somebody else in the ministry. I won't always do this because there are other things that I have to go and build. This is for a season in my life, and I have grand understanding of that. And when the season ends, I'll shift and I'll develop and put the next person on. And it might not be called coffee and conversations. It might be called lipstick, love, and Lulu's. I don't know. But I'll shift and put the next person on. If we understood this in kingdom, <laughs> we would do what we were supposed to do, and we would get out the way. I got to get out here. I'm not going to even be able to teach all of this today. But I need to give you this. It's Revelations 3 and 18, right? The Lord had been speaking this scripture to me, um, saying, This Lord saying, I counsel this is Jesus speaking. Yeah, somebody say this is Jesus speaking. He said, I counsel you to buy for me gold refined by fire so that you may be rich, and white garments so that you may clothe yourself. Hey, AP, um, so that you may clothe yourself, and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen, and salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see. So I give you this. Laodicea, the, the Laodicea had a smug self-assessment. So Jesus is saying, what you need, you need for me so that you can have clarity on, on, on who you really are or what's supposed to be really going on with you, right? So he offers them spiritual eyesight. He's offering them because Laodicea boasted about their wealth, but what they needed was faith. Because faith will do what wealth won't do. And he was trying to give them understanding that what you need is greater, greater than greater than your, your faith, greater than your wealth. This city was famous for like wool. I salve and all this other stuff, right? But they were not spirit, they were blind to their spiritual realities. <laughs> they were blind to their spiritual realities. So Jesus is saying, <laughs> Jesus is saying, I need to open the eyes of your understanding so that you can see where you're lukewarm. 
You need revelation from Christ to really figure out who you are. We have been running to the wrong source. We've been running to the wrong source to try to gain understanding of who we are, what God has said, where we are spiritually. And many of us have operated with spiritual blinders on, not even recognizing it. Looking into systems and into people to provide for us what only Jesus can do. When God dealt with Israel in Jeremiah 29 and 11 and says, because they had received a false prophecy. When God had already spoke to them about them. <laughs> he comes back and says, I know the plan I have for you. This man getting ready to tell you this situation is about to change and it's not. And I'm telling you, I know the plan that I have for you. And this is what I'm about to do for you. <laughs> I'm going to make you prosper where it's hard. <laughs> I'm going to go to bed. I got to go. <laughs> I'm going to make you prosper where it's hard. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make you prosper. I'm going to make you prosper where it's hard. I'm getting, I'm getting ready to make you prosper where it's impossible. I'm getting ready to live, make I'm, I'm getting ready to make you build <laughs> where it's where it seems too difficult to build. I want to make you come up in front of your enemies. No, you're not getting ready to leave. But what you're getting ready to do is I'm getting ready to be. Some of y'all have moved too soon from a hard place. I hear you. Not this place. From a hard place. Some of you need to go back to the place. I hear you, Lord. Where the instructions were first given to you. <laughs> you fell out of alignment with that place and moved too soon. Because it seemed hard when you got there. And then all the negativity of what was in your ears. That told you you shouldn't be there. Superseded. And then you left. And God was like, mm -mm. this is the place that I wanted you to build in for a reason. This is the place I called you to for a reason. This is the place I wanted you to build into for a reason. I sent you here for a reason. Y'all got to go. I love y'all. I wrote some confessions on Saturday where the Lord, the Holy Spirit wrote them on my heart. Two of these on here came from something I was reading from Oprah, but everything else I'm about to speak over you today, and we're going to send these out. Um, everything else I'm about to speak over you today that I'm about to confess over you. Um, like I promised you, my eyes were closed. It felt like my eyes were closed and God was writing straight out of my heart. So I want to confess these over you. They can't, I'm a strong. We walking in ridiculous favor today. We walking in breakthrough. We walking in increase. We're going to see the power of God. Some of y'all are going to shake some stuff off and get free today. Just because you are having more understanding of who you are in Christ Jesus. You will not lack in this season. You will not. You are not. Can I tell you something? For some of y'all who feel like you are behind, you are not behind. I'm not behind. You need to tell yourself that because you'll start rushing to the wrong thing. Trying to make something happen for you that only God can make happen. You're not behind. You're not behind. You're not, you're not behind. You're not. You're getting ready to move at the speed of God. And when God does what he does for you, he's going to fill in every gap, every hole. Ain't no lack. Ain't no nothing missing. Ain't nothing broken in this season. So I want to confess over you these set of confessions. That's what he told me to do in replacing the favor. I'm going to set these set of confessions over you. And I want you to repeat after me and then we're going to get out of here. God is going to do something. I'm, come on, Holy Spirit. God is going to do something significant for you today. That's what I'm believing him for. I was praying already for your extreme breakthroughs. I asked the Lord to do move financial doors for you and open things up. I've already prayed that over you. Like I'm declaring extreme breakthroughs. I'm Oh, one more thing. There is an instruction. This is where your faith, you gonna, your faith is going to match God. Remember, we Deuteronomy 8, we're walking into the land. 
There's an instruction that's going to be given. It may be something small, but you're going to know it's the Lord. There's an instruction that will be given to you by, by God today. I need you to do it. If it's a go, if it's a be, if it's a do, if it's a so, I promise it's God. Some of y'all already heard some things the Lord told you to do today. I need you to do it. Don't, it's, it's God. I'm your confirmation. It's God. You're going to hear something so quiet, so still, and you're going to know it's going to be an instruction. What that instruction does, whether you understand it or not, it unlocks and it's going to move you. Hey, Talon, it unlocks and it's going to move you into your next. Follow the instruction and do what the Lord tells you to do. Um, if if it's a significant seed, I need you to sow it. If it's, um, <laughs> I don't care what it is. Make sure today is the day that you follow it. Whatever it is, it's going to be an action. And what, what's happening to you when you do it, your faith is increasing. Your faith is increasing and it's going to produce something. Laodicea needed faith more than they needed things. <laughs> more than they needed wealth is more than it. So just do what God asks you to do. Here, repeat after me. I'm in my most wealthiest place ever. Come on. I'm in my most wealthiest place ever. Keep your typing while I'm saying them. I'm in my most healthy place ever. I'm in my most healthy place ever. I have a brand new mindset. Woo! I have a brand new mindset. I am sober in my thinking. I am sober in my thinking. Y'all can type them too. It says, I, my, and we're going to publish this. My will is the will of God. Woo! My will is the will of God. I flow in the peace of God. I flow in the peace of God. Strongholds and strong thoughts are being demolished while I speak. Strongholds and strong thoughts are being demolished while I speak. I am the, in the I'm at the right place and the right time doing the right thing. Woo! I'm at the right place in the right time doing the right thing. It will work for me. It will work for me. My day is orchestrated by the word of God. My, dear is, my day is orchestrated by the word of God. My feelings are just indicators that I need to pause, pray, and call on the name of God. My feelings are just indicators that I need to pause, pray, and call on the name of God. I choose joy. I choose joy. It is not my will, but thy will be done. Woo! Nothing is missing, nothing is lacking, and nothing is broken in my life. I walk and live in ridiculous favor. Woo! I have favor wherever my feet go. I have, I have favor at work. I have favor in my home. I have favor in my car. I have favor in the grocery store. Favor is doing more for me today than it has done all year. God is for me. God is with me. Who shall I fear and who can be against me? I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. God does not leave me, nor does he forsake me. I choose joy today. I'm in control of my thoughts. I'm in control of what I say. I'm in control of what I do. No person has power or control over me. My discernment is increasing daily. I hear God very clearly. My tongue aligns with the kingdom of God. I am skilled in what I say. I am renewed in my thoughts daily. I have fresh grace. I have fresh supply. I have perpetual supply. There is nothing that I need or want that God can't give me. I have new sight. I have new vision. God is orchestrating miracles for me right now. Woo! Miracle signs and wonders are a part of my daily life. 
I will touch lives today. I am bright and intelligent. Woo! I am the wisest woman in the world. I am, or man, I am well-loved. Divine doors of opportunity are opening for me today. I will not be moved by what I see. My future is bright. My future is determined by God. And I am loved for who I am. Lord God, we thank you for your word today that supernaturally brings us into a new meaning of life. I thank you, Father God, for divine connections. I thank you, Father God, for wisdom, knowledge, discernment, and increase. I thank you, Father God, that there will be proof, physical proof. There'll be proof in the natural of what was shared today. Thank you, Father God, that elevation and increase are a part of our daily lives. In Jesus' name, amen. I love y'all. God loves you. I love you. God loves you so much more. I need you to go be loved today. I need you to stand in the shalom of God. Nothing broken, nothing missing, nothing lacking. I need you to stand in that. Nothing broken, nothing missing, nothing lacking. And if there is any need you have, Go boldly before your father. I got some needs. I was talking to him about things in the house. Lord, I thank you that you are filling my house with good and godly things. Lord, I thank you for the finances and the resources and the revenues for the ministry. Triple the ministry income, doors being open today. I thank you for the person that funds our budget. Like I'm just bringing everything before him. I thank you for my son's release from prison today. I'm not afraid. I thank you for an extra $5,000 in my account. Like, Lord, I just thank you, Father God for being a liberal giver and people who liberally give under me. And as the Lord deals with you, I want you to pray this. Thank the Lord that nobody who's supposed to pour into your life, and I'm not just talking about finances, nobody that's supposed to give into your life today, pray that they not be timid. Lord, don't let those people that are supposed to connect to my life and give into my life be timid. Let them be bold in what they're supposed to do today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank y'all um, for bearing with my lateness and bearing with my overtime. I promise y'all I'm going to get us back down to 30 minutes. It's been so hard lately to feel like revelation is just pouring out. I've been trying to, people like, you good? Oh, like, you good? You good? I just want to make sure I honor God because most of the time our attention span only can take about 30 minutes these days. But I just want, I want to give you what's inside of me. Um and pour fresh oil even on your wounds so that you can walk into the fullness of who God called you to be. Um, I love y'all so much. God loves you so much more. I love you. 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 Go be loved today. And I'll see y'all. The love of God is a match. I'll see y'all in the morning at 6 a.m. Love peace and blessings. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.